Pat McAfee. How's it going, man? Life is good. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to chit-chat about Fourth Down. I've listened to the Fourth Down experience before. I've heard a couple conversations. I like what you guys are doing. I'm excited to be a guest here. This is awesome. You and Gary Vee were probably our two biggest influences just to give us confidence to go forward with the special teams podcast. So thanks for everything, actually. No problem. That's a real honor for you to say that. I appreciate it. Uh, I think my approach to the game is something that people could enjoy, so I thank you for doing that. And me and Gary V, uh, being in the same sentence is truly a beautiful thing. I like that guy a lot. Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champion, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. Hey guys, I'm Brian Jackson here on the 4th Down Experience Podcast. Chris Hughesby, co-host here on the show. Chris, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing great. However, it's getting a little chillier here in Minnesota. And in fact, we had flurries of snow today, so it was kind of depressing. But uh, I'm doing good, man. Excited for the interview. Yeah, we have a great kicker here on the show today. Uh, you probably saw headlines or even uh, viral social media posts early on in the season when he hit 7 for 7 on field goals. He's 20 for 22 on the year right now for the Jets. Welcome, uh, Jason Myers. How are you, sir? What's going on, guys? Hey, I'm doing well, man. Welcome to the 4th Down Experience. Excited to be here. Yeah, man. Congratulations, dude, on your on your season so far. It's It's been fun to watch, you know, and just congrats. That's great. Appreciate it. It's been, uh, it's been a whirlwind, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Jason is, uh, was with the Jaguars uh, for three for about two and a half seasons, and then uh, was also with the, the Seattle Seahawks and, and found a home at the Jets, New York Jets. And uh, talk about uh, the college that you played for that's pretty close to that location. Yeah, so uh, originally from San Diego, but ended up going to uh, Miss College, which is a smaller FCS program, actually up, in, uh, up here in New York. Um, about an hour and a half away from our facility here in New Jersey. So uh, it's nice to kind of come back and have some familiar faces and see some buddies that I played with that I haven't been able to uh, catch up with for the last few years. So, you know, one thing we always like to do, and, you know, a lot of our listeners actually probably know because we actually talk about you quite a bit on the podcast, and, you know, we've you know gotten to know each other over the last number of years. We, we love your kicking technique, you know, and, I, and you've probably heard us talk about it before, but... You know, at a lot of our camps when we do film study, we we show them film of you kicking, and uh, we use it as an example. You know, the you know Michael Husted's technique. You know, something that we've all learned from as well as as mentors and, and a coach that we looked up to. And you know, just we, talk about kind of your preparation as a kicker and, and kind of what you do to kind of get the way you are because you've you've been very accurate for for a long time. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I mean. Thankfully for me, it, it kind of, it was something naturally that I kind of already did. Um, you know, a little bit of a, you know, not a taller kicker. Um, so I try and maximize, you know, every every ounce of the ball I can get out of my body. Um, so, you know, I just try and, you know, stay tall and just, you know, really maximize 
you know, our smooth tempo and just, um, you know, work on that throughout the week and, you know, kind of watch film on that, you know, whether I'm, you know, kicking on the side on the field or when we do team reps. Um, so, yeah, I, I just, thankfully something that, you know, kind of came naturally to me, but then, you know, working with Michael Houston out there in San Diego, it's, you know, it's, it's messed up well for me. Yeah, and I, what I love most about it is not only do you see it, like, on your Instagram or in practice, uh, obviously I'm not seeing practice, but just knowing you, you're practicing it, what's really cool is you actually do it in the game. So, like, personally, like, I've, I'll try, like, really good form and practice, but then when I'm in a game, like, back in, when I was playing arena ball, I was still crunch. I, I love it that not only do you do it in the game, you still even do it on your longer kicks, like the 56 you hit, like, these long kicks, you're still standing really tall and not crunching and just look so fluid and effortless. Like, maybe if there's, like, a 16-year-old kicker or young kickers listening right now, maybe talk about that, too, as well, J-Mai. Like, you know, young, shorter kicks, longer kicks, keeping that same form, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, there's always that, you know, saying that, you know, trying to hit every ball the same. And, you know, really, that's, that's what you have to do. Um, you know, you can't try and, you know, hit the ball harder and swing harder when, you know, it's a 50-yarder versus a 35-yarder. Um, you just got to trust your power. Know, know, you know, know your distance. You know, know where you're good from. And, um, you know, trust your trust your technique. Trust, you know, your ability. And, you know, a lot of times when, you know, younger kickers try and, you know, hit a 50-yarder, they don't quite know that they have enough power. So they try and swing harder. And, you know, everything kind of goes down the drain. Um, you know, they just got to, you know, trust, you know, the work you put in. Um, you know, in the off season and everything, and just you know, really trust that you what you've done and what you've worked on will carry you through in game time situations. Yeah. So, you know, I'm curious here. You had your career at Marist. Was there a moment when you kind of had this aha moment when you're like, I think I have a chance to pursue the league, or what? How did you sort of start thinking about the next the next level in in that journey past college? Um, yeah, probably, you know, as after college, I, you know, I played a little bit of arena, um, then I went back to San Diego and I was working with, you know, Houston, you know, he had some good, you know, current NFL kickers, you know, that were working out with him. And I remember one day, you know, thankfully being from San Diego, so I was living at home, um, you know, working out with him and not that he could some of the guys and, you know, I'd, I'd never kicked with NFL guys before and, um, being able to kick with them and, you know, knew that I was able to stack up well against them. And, you know, from then on, I just kind of kept pushing and was just kind of waiting for an opportunity and, um, you know, got to work out in Jacksonville. So, you know, from then on, just took advantage of everything. Yeah, I mean, you had, uh, you know, with the Jags, I thought you did great. I mean, you know, dealing with extra points and all that, but, I mean, you had a great career while you were with the Jags. Uh, you know, so then when you went to the Seahawks, uh, you know, competing with Janikowski, Maybe, like, talk about that. I mean, not you know, Janikowski's not really in the news as it was, like, 10 years ago. What was that experience like? Is he a quiet guy? Is he is he a mean guy? Like, what, what's he like? Yeah, uh, Janikowski's a cool dude. Um, you know, we had a good relationship. Um, you know, we knew we were both there, you know, to compete. Um, you know, we're both, you know, I'm, I'm more of a quiet guy. So, uh, you know, we didn't, you know, hang out on the weekend and stuff, but... Yeah, we went, we went into work and stuff. We were obviously grouped up a lot and, you know, was working out and, you know, kicking a lot and stuff. So, um, you know, we talked. We just, you know, talked about everything from kicking to just hanging out. Um, so he was, 
is a great guy. You know, it was fun to compete against him. You know, unfortunately, they wanted to go different direction, and um, you know, everything plays out for a reason. So it was nice to uh, to compete against him and get to know him. So I'm sure he's you know he's one of the uh, those names as a specialist that you know everyone will always know. So it was it was fun. So even though. So even though you about this one sec, Chris is uh so when you're in camp and you're competing with him, you know uh, he's a lefty, you're a righty. Like, how much pressure was on the holders? Like, how did the holders do? Like, who were the guys that were holding for you? Talk about that. Uh, so they had um, John Ryan, who had been there for ten years. Um, he was there, and then they drafted Michael Dixon. Um, so we were, we were just we literally were just switching off every day. Um, you know, one day I would work with Dixon, and the next day I work with John, and we just, you know, kept switching off back and forth. Um, nice. You know, because it is, it is different with the lefty and the righty. So, you know, it, it was hard to kind of at times get, you know, good rhythm with everybody, but, you know, it worked out. So I'm curious. I think, so with, so with Seattle here, you got brought in first, then they brought in Janikowski. Um, obviously, you were competing for that spot. Did he teach you a lot about the game and kind of, Stuff he's learned along the way, or did they just kind of do you just keep it friendly and and uh, just compete? No, I think it was just more of just we were just competing. Um, you know, we just we were just going, you know, going head to head, just kicking back and forth. Um, you know, I, I you know I had my two and a half three years already, so you know I felt comfortable with um, what I knew and you know what worked well for me. Um, you know, there was a couple times we talked about stuff, but for the most part, we just kind of, you know, we kind of hung out and, you know, just watched the kid pretty much. Right. So, talk about the Jets. Was that, um, I'm trying to remember, J-Mine, just tell me, tell Chris, tell the viewers, was that the last preseason game that you went to the Jets, or when did you join them? Uh, so, I got let go in Seattle on a Monday night. Um, flew home to Scottsdale. Uh, next day, I got picked up off waivers by the Jets. Um, took a red eye out to New Jersey. Um, got in about 7.30, went straight to practice. Kicked with uh, Lachlan Edwards and Thomas Hennessy, punter snapper here. Um, and the next day, it was just a walkthrough and then played. The, so I got there for I played the third preseason game and the fourth preseason game. Hey, what's up, 4D Nation? This podcast has been brought to you by NKR, the National Kicking Rankings Platform. It's the new and innovative national evaluation and rankings platform for kickers, punters, and snappers. Launched in 2017, this camp offers you a great balance of athletic evaluation and instruction. You'll get honest feedback and rankings, exposure to college coaches, but this camp is brought to you by credible coaches with experience that will deliver a high-quality and detailed instruction to you. NKR offers an active social media platform that will give you proper exposure to all the collegiate outlets. This camp was developed by Brian Jackson, Chris Hughesby, and Tom Feely using a proven camp format from the last seven to eight years that specialists have come to love. Many of the specialists have received opportunities to play at all collegiate levels, including Power 5 conferences. If you'd like to attend an upcoming camp this offseason, visit www.nationalkickingrankings.com and check out the camps page. Or follow us on social media on Twitter at NKR underscore camps. That's NKR underscore camps. Or on Instagram at National Kicking Rankings to learn more about us and follow our growth. Come see what all the hype is all about and check out nationalkickingrankings.com. Nice. Cool. 
Um, so pretty much at that point, those guys are, you know, even those guys are young, they have they had a little bit of experience, you have experience. I assume you just, you know, live snap, bold kick, let's, let's do it. I mean, how'd that work as far as creating chemistry real quick? Uh, yeah, so I knew I knew Lachlan from, uh, he worked with Darren Bennett out in San Diego, so we crossed paths a few times um, in the previous couple of years, and you know, Thomas is a great snapper. Um, he's in his second year now. You know, so they already had rhythm, and, you know, it was, it was pretty easy for me to uh, to get right in and, you know, work with them. And I kind of been switching back and forth in Seattle already, so I didn't really have a set rhythm with anybody. So, um, you know, they're great at, you know, what they're doing, and, you know, they made it very easy for me to just jump in and, you know, kind of roll right away. Nice. So, Jason, I remember uh, back when you were with the Jags, there was an article that came out that said that you journal your workouts. I'm curious, do you still do that? And then, But then I'm also curious, like, who'd you learn that from and, and when'd you start doing it? And kind of what do you think, how, how has that helped you along the way with your, your NFL journey so far? Yeah, I, you know, I, I still do. I just, you know, I just finished up doing uh, this past Sunday's game. Um, so during camp, I do, you know, every live team rep. Um, and then once we get to the season, I'll do, you know, kick, you know, twice a week during the week um so you know kind of chart those you know how i feel how i you know how the swing was how the contact was everything like that and then i'll do it again on after the game um yes yeah, so i've been doing that since probably halfway through my rookie year um and it's just something you know i always watch the film always review it for me it's it's nice to have something written down to where um, I can always go back to, you know, if I had a great game or not so great game, you can always go back to and compare and, you know, remember what you're doing there. Because, you know, sometimes it's just one little cue in your head that you want to remember that will take you, um, you know, take you through for a few months and stuff like that. So um, I've been doing it for pretty much my whole career and it, you know, really helps out. Yeah, it's pretty cool to hear that. I hope all the young guys listening um, take that with them. And try that out. I mean, that, that's awesome. Um, I want to talk about this game that you had against the Colts. I mean, you know, you guys won 42-34, to eight-point difference. Uh, you know, you scored 24 points, which is crazy. You had 20 plays, uh, three extra points, three for three, and you had 10 kickoffs. Eight of those were touchbacks. I mean, like, at what point are you just like, man, I'm sweating. I'm just, like, kicking so much in this game. Like, talk about that game. Uh, yeah, it was... <laughs> It's it's it is it it honestly a you know fun game. It's always more fun when you're getting getting a lot of work as a kicker because you know you you know you're putting up points and you got a chance to win games. Um, but I, I didn't really really realize how many field goals I had until I think after the last one I heard something over the the uh, you know the jumbotron and I, I, I just kind of heard my name mentioned. I didn't really realize what they said and then you know I had to kick off and I came back and. There's a couple guys that congratulate me, and I didn't really know what was going on. Um, but yeah, you know, it was, it was a really fun game. Um, you know, playing against Vinatieri, who I played against a few times. You know, he had some nice words to say after the game. So it was, you know, it was it was, it was a good good game to have, and you know, a good moment to have. You know, what's cool about that is your long was 48. And so, like, what kind of teaching moment is that for for younger guys? You know, seven made field goals, and your long was 48 in the game. 
yeah, I mean, it's, it, you, you always get high school guys and even college guys that you know, want to put film out there of, um, you know, I can hit 60 yarders. Um, but a lot of times in games, it's, you know, it's not going to be that way. I think I have four attempts through nine games of 50 plus, um, which is probably on the higher end, if I had to guess, of the league. So, you know, you, you got to be able to, uh, down the details on the shorter field goals and that's where most of the kicks be coming from at any level what has so you know, kind of referring back to earlier here there's a film that that brian and i show at our camps of you kicking um at the free agent tryout or it's first of you kicking like warming or you know just going through reps and stuff like that and then you kicking in front of a, a bunch of scouts and we often try to teach these kids about mental focus and keeping swings the same, even when it's in a game situation versus uh, practice. I guess just think about that time period as well, and then and then how you carry yourself in your games. What what's your mental mindset on how you carry yourself for these situations? Um, so there's so it's obviously different for everybody. Um, you know, some people are wired different, but for me, what works um, is really just you know I, I have a routine. It's it's not very, you know, elaborate. It's, you know, it's just a couple of keywords that I run through before every kick. Um, and then, you know, so I, I, you know, I do that for every kick. And then also, you know, something I've been working on the last few years is just, it's, you know, I, 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 to me, I, I call it controlling the now, which is, you know, being in that moment, you're not worrying about past kicks, future kicks, um, you know, just controlling what you can control. Um, yeah, I think if you do that and not really worry about the situation or, you know, weather or anything like that, I think um, if, if guys can learn how to do that, they're going to put themselves in good positions to, you know, just kick the way that they kick to practice and I like game situations get to them. Nice. Hey, Jeremiah, so here's, you know, we got probably a few more questions each. Um, what, we, what I've noticed just, just watching, whether it's kicking coach or fan or whatever, it's almost like the – the league, the 32 kickers, is almost split in half on two-step guys, three-step guys. Like, you know, and you've been around really good kicking coaches. Like, what's your thoughts on the two-step approach and the three-step approach? Uh, I, I don't, um, I mean, I, I've always been a three-step guy. Um, it kind of goes back to, you know, I'm a little bit of a shorter guy, so I can try and maximize, you know, everything I can out of my body. Um, but I know for some guys, you know, there's less movement for two-step and there's less um, room for error. You can say with, you know, the jab being taken away, um, you know, it's, it's kind of more of a feel thing. You know, I've, I, I gave it a, you know, a couple off-season workouts of trying to two-step just to see how I feel. And it just didn't, you know, really go with, with me in terms of mentally or, you know, physically, but, um. Yeah, there's a lot of great kickers out there that do two-step. Um, you know, they can still smash balls. So I think it's kind of, you know, naturally what fits you best first and then kind of working off of that. Right. It, it almost seems like the taller guys, like 6'3", six, 6'2", six, guys are more two-step. And the 5'10", five, 5'11", five, guys are more three-step. But, I mean, I, I can't remember if, if Cairo Santos is a two-stepper or not. Um, or Sturgis is a two-stepper or not, but uh, it's just interesting, you know, and and what's happening at the high school level is 
kickers are asking because they're watching NFL games. You know, should I be a jab kicker or should I be a two-step kicker? And I just kind of was curious on your thoughts on that. You know, I, um, it seems almost like you can be a little more in control, but when you have that long lever, that may help too. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm experienced with you, you know, being kind of, I mean, I'm shorter than you, and I, I like that three-step. I like that jab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's really dependent on body type and feel. Um, I don't think there's one set answer to that, so it's kind of, I think guys need to try out both, see what's worked best for them, what they feel better with, and kind of go from there and start working on, you know, technique forms off of that. Uh, so Jason, we, a lot of times we try to preach to kids, or just even teach them life lessons about doing the little things, you know, and you know, it's, what's fun for us, you know, we've, we've known you for a while here, and, and, and love your journey and support you and all that. We love looking at your Instagram and seeing you do all these little plotty things and and balance work. What what have you think? What do you think are some of the little things that have given you some of your successes that you think kind of uh, was a piece to the puzzle in terms of helping you get where you got? Um, I mean, there, there's always you know different type of workouts and stuff like that that you can uh, that can you know benefit people in different ways. But you know, I think overall, it's really just you know if you stay committed to what you think works best for you and, you know, you know, kind of crush those details and, you know, stay focused on that and not just for a week, but for, you know, six months to a year and just kind of keep working, you know, whether you're in a sophomore trying to get, you know, on the varsity or, you know, trying to go to a big time college. I think if, if you wake up every day and just, you know, try and just be better than you were the day before, I think that's more important than you know, all the different little workouts and stuff like that. Yeah, so I got, this is my last question right here, um, technique-wise. So, Jason, uh, you know, obviously at the college level, and I'm sure every once in a while you'll get a chance to watch some college games. Uh, you know, there's this rule now where you can do a fair catch inside the 25, and then the team gets the ball at the 25. So a lot of special teams coordinators at the college level are, are saying, hey, we really would just like for you just to kick the ball out of the end zone. So um, obviously at the NFL level, it's just nice just to get that out of the end zone and, and we move on. You know, obviously there's times it seems like uh, teams scheme a nice high floater in the corner or, or on the two or three which could hang and, and try to get them inside the 20. Um, for guys that want to know where to put their foot on the ball in the sweet spot for a deep kick and maybe a kick that's high on the goal line, like what would you say to them now just to give them a couple nuggets? Uh, for, for me, usually if, if I kind of try and think of it more on the plant foot side of things. Um, you know, if I'm trying to drive one deep a little bit, um, I'll try and get a deeper plant, you know, try and reach my heel, you know, to the white line a little bit past it, you know, if the ball's teed up normally. Um, and usually, and if I'm trying to hang one up, you know, I'll try and plant a little shallower and, you know, that way I'm making contact, swinging up on the ball. Um, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like to change my eyesight on the ball too much. I just try and, you know, visualize my plant foot and get a little deeper on it when it's, you know, when I'm trying to, you know, hit one a little with more depth. Um, so that way, yeah, it's the same swing. It's just the location of your plant foot's changing to where you're contacting the ball is a little bit different. So if in that situation, would you make an adjustment on your steps back and over? Or are you in the same spot and you're just more cognizant and aware of where you're going to plant at? Uh, you know, I might, if I'm trying to hang one up, I might scoop back a quarter of a yard, but, you know, for the most part, it's more just 
kind of visualizing where you want to plant and just, you know, same swing and you're not really changing anything and just where, you know, you're making contact with the ball is going to be more of an upswing versus getting through the ball and getting down the field more. Nice. Cool. So, Jason, I got I got kind of one last question, and then we always uh, like to wrap up the interview with some fun with a fun question or two. Um, but my question's about mentors. You know, you went to Marist. Um, did you have certain kickers that that you looked up to? Um, and then maybe while you're in the league, are there a few kind of guys that you kind of go to for advice? You know, you obviously have Michael Houston, who's been with you for a long time. How how valuable has Michael been for you? in your career and then having maybe a peer or two that you can talk to about stuff in the league? Uh, yeah, I mean, especially now that, you know, it's my fourth year and I've kicked against, you know, most guys in the league. Um, and, you know, I've kicked with a bunch in the off season also. Um, you know, it's good to, you know, see familiar faces every week when you're, you know, going around playing different guys. So it's, you know, it's cool to catch up with those guys and you know, be able to, you know, talk to guys throughout the season, throughout the off season that way. Um, and then, you know, with Michael, uh, you know, it's a guy that's been in the league, you know, played for, you know, a good amount of time. So, you know, he knows, um, you know, what I, what I go through on a week to week basis. Um, you know, our, like I said earlier, our technique wise, what he coaches and what I've kind of naturally done match up very well. And you know, it's a good friend of mine. So it's, you know, very easy for us to talk. Um, so, you know, I talk to him weekly, whether it's just catching up or, you know, if I have questions for him to watch, you know, a kick or two from practice or the, or the game. Um, so it's nice to have, you know, friends slash coach, you know, that I'm very comfortable with and, um, you know, other guys that I've met throughout the league that, you know, are good friends of mine. So, it's, you know, it's nice to have good relationships throughout the league. Definitely. And I think a lot of kids and just specialists or people in general can learn from that is having – Having a, a coach that can be there for you along the way, you know, and, and, and you can go to and just find something that you're comfortable with, you know. Hey, 4DE Nation. Need gear for kicking, punting, or long snapping? Well, Wizard Sports Equipment has you covered. They are the authority in special teams equipment and your headquarters for all your sporting good needs. They offer quality products, quality service, and affordable prices. They also have products for basketball, baseball, softball, volleyball, and more. So... Get 5% off your next order just by listening today. Enter discount code 4thDown, that's the number 4, T-H-D-O-W-N, 4thDown, at the checkout to receive 5% off at Wizard Sports. So go to www.wizardsports.com, that's wizardsports.com. Our last question here, Jason, we ask every single uh, athlete we interview here, uh, and we love hearing the, the answers here. So our, our our question is this: In your career so far, tell us your five favorite stadiums that you've ever played in. Um, NFL wise. Yeah, honestly, there'd be very many. Yeah, I only played the I played one preseason game up in Seattle. Um, no, that was that was very fun. Um, great fans up there. Um. Obviously, MetLife. You know, I played here a lot. It's, it's a good atmosphere. You know, on the visitor side and the home side, and, and you know, it's it's always it's always fun. It's always fun playing in New York. You know, in the New York City area. So that's gonna another one. Um, a lot of people don't like. 
the Home Depot Center. I don't know what it's called now, but yeah, it was it was kind of a cool feel. It was you know very small, um, you know very intimate with you know the fans. You can hear a lot of conversations there, so I, I had a lot of fun there. And also being from you know Southern California, that was nice. Um, back in the day, you know my second year I played the Chargers when they were in San Diego, and you know that was obviously you know just as person. Growing up in San Diego and going to games when I was little, that was you know a blast for me to get be able to play there one one game before they you know moved up to LA. Um, and other than that, obviously, uh, probably Wembley's been you know number one for me. Um, growing up playing soccer, you know watching games with you know England playing there and you know the FA Cup and everything. So uh, you know that, that is an amazing atmosphere. They love football over there. So. That's probably got to be number one on my list. Yeah, you've gone out to London a few times, I think. It seems like the Jaguars Jaguars went quite a bit, and then I think you went as with the Jets too, right? Uh, not with the Jets, but when I was with Jacksonville, I went three times. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I mean, it's a great atmosphere. They're, they're there early, and they stay the entire game. And, you know, <laughs> they, don't, they don't always know the best football, but, you know, they cheer loudly and cheer for everything, especially the kicking. They love some kicking. How is the grass? Uh, it's you know it's not bad. It's it's a little bit on the softer side. Um, I think only my first year we uh, I played there was you know a little bit muddy, but the other two years I played there was you know it was in great shape and um, yeah we had no problem with it. But they, uh, the next week you have the, the Bills coming to to your your town is uh is like a Buffalo. Bills, New York Jets, is that like a big rivalry? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, any any AFC East team, you know, is a big rivalry. We, we just went down to Miami, um, came up a little bit short, but, you know, that game is, you know, it's always been close. Um, you know, we, we got a, you know, big game against Buffalo before the bye, so hopefully we can uh, get a division win and, you know, head into the bye on a, on a high note. Hey, I'm kind of curious here just about, leadership um you know the Jets obviously have a, have a young quarterback you know what's it what's it like as a team to like rally around a young guy that's that leads the team in in, the, in a primary position what's what's that like and I'm sure there's other leaders around the team that help with that uh yeah I mean there's there's already um you know a few guys that are you know more outspoken and um you know I guess quote-unquote leaders um that have been here you know, Sam's, you know, he's, he's a rookie and he's, but he's, you know, starting quarterback and he's, he's, he's finding his way and where he, you know, he needs to step up and where he needs to let some of the older guys, you know, speak up and, and he's, he's a good, great dude, um, in the locker room. Um, you know, he's, he's down to earth and he just, you know, he works hard every week. So it's, it's easy to kind of get behind a guy like that. Hey, well, um, what's pretty neat about this is, uh, JMI, you've, you've uh, completed the trifecta here. This is the first time on our podcast that we've had the kicker, punter, and snapper, uh, Lachlan, uh, Hennessy, and you. Uh, so we really appreciate you you, you being on. It's, it's nice to catch up with you, man. Uh, you, you've been doing really good this year. I appreciate it, guys. Nice talking to you guys. Um, hopefully we can catch up soon. The good old days. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, appreciate it, Jason. And uh, this is an interview we've looked forward to for a while, so we're we're glad we we're able to make it work out. Awesome, guys. I appreciate it. All right, man. All right, man. Talk next week. We'll talk soon.
All right, man, later. Later. Man, that was a great conversation with Jay Mai. Uh, seems like he's just having a great year up there in New York. Yeah, it sure was. Uh, like I mentioned to him, I, I've been looking forward to this one for a while. Um, great guy, great demeanor, great focus. I mean, you know, back when we when we met him back at the uh, the camps down in, in Arizona and, and we all st- staffed the camps, I mean, it was just fun to be around him and just a good, good guy to root for, you know, and uh, sweet to see his successes. You know, he, he's he's pretty much done well at, at both teams that he's been at and uh, and nice to see that he's leading the league. Too and, and, and near the top in scoring. Yeah, and, and for those of you that are listening right now and sticking with us, you guys need to go check out his form. It's one of the best forms out there. Uh, he's just so smooth, and he does a really good job of not crunching and standing tall. And, uh, he has it on his Instagram. You can just type in Jason Myers. We'll have the we'll have the blue check. Just check him out. Uh, but you guys, uh, especially you kickers that that are under six foot tall. Need to check out his form. It's just super fluid. Yeah, you know the thing is, guys, we, we all want to have mentors or athletes we love to study, and, and and Jason's one of the right guys to to follow in that regard. You know, he's he's got pure, good, solid technique, and you know you'll notice, guys. You know, whether you, you watch baseball or, or football, some guys just get by on pure natural talent and muscle and everything. And it might not be the best technique, but his film is, is really good to watch and study. So for all you young specialists, you know, keep an eye on what he does and and notice that it hasn't changed at all really in the last four or five years that he was trying from when he was trying to get into the league to where he's at now and, and I think you can you can see the success he has because of it, you know. Yeah. So hey, I mean guys, well, we've had a lot of success in this podcast and we really appreciate your support and cheering us on and listening to these awesome interviews. We've had over thirty NFL specialists, which is which is crazy to think about. You know, last week we talked about this uh, being a year now, a year and one week that we've been doing this podcast. So again, we really appreciate your support. Uh, if there's an NFL specialist, CFL specialist, arena specialist, a coach, whatever, tag them or t- let us know. And we'll reach out to them, and we'll try to get them on the podcast uh, because we've uh, had a lot of great guys on here that, that all they want to talk about is, you know, kicking stuff, punting stuff, snapping stuff, and just offering free value for you guys. So in exchange, you know, we really appreciate if you guys give us a five-star review. Just go to the podcast app, check it out, give us five stars. We just got free value, free tips from NFL guys, from us. Uh, we would really appreciate that. Yep. Thanks, guys. For- for the continued support, you know, we love it. We love, uh, you know, like Brian says, we love the feedback, you know, and uh, just just keep rolling with us. We got some pretty sweet interviews lined up, and, uh, you know, thanks again, guys. Thank you for listening to the 4th Down Experience. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at fourth down experience.